0: Listeners supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. We're on AM 850 here in the St. Louis region. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt.
1: Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me on.
0: Our reading last week was Joel 2 through Amos 6. What would you like us to highlight today?
1: We touched on Joel just briefly last week. Again, if our listeners are following along with our schedule, uh, in the course of two years, they'll get through the whole Bible, cover to cover. Uh, the book of Joel is a book that's just three chapters long. That's it.
0: Yeah, three chapters. Nice and quick.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, short and sweet. Uh, and it's one that's probably overlooked a lot, to be honest. It's one of those minor prophets, as we call them, not because they're unimportant, but because they're they're so short, they're so quick. Um, I said short and sweet. It's short, but I don't know how sweet it is. (laughs) Um,
0: I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to correct you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right, Gary. Yeah, like so many of the prophets, that call to repentance is loud and clear in the book of Joel. Uh, In fact, it's pretty specific in Joel. There's the threat of a a plague, a plague of locusts. And uh, some have speculated, well, maybe that that plague of locusts is kind of uh, a symbol or a picture of invading armies. And and perhaps, but it seems as though it's really a literal plague of locusts that is threatened to be sent upon the people uh, because of their sin, because of their lack of repentance, as seems to be the case so very often. Um, And you can think about a plague of locusts, how devastating that could be. Um you know today if if we hear there would be if we heard there was locusts uh, in the United States um it would be bad no doubt about it mm-hmm. you know if if Iowa had locusts uh, but we could get our our corn from somewhere else right we could look to Nebraska or <laughs> we mm-hmm. could even if we had to get it shipped in uh from some other country yeah. even right um, that's possible but you know if you're in Israel if you're in Judah uh, during this time If there is a plague like that, it is devastating. I mean, you just, you don't eat, (laughs) you you don't have food. And when we think Um,
0: of locusts, we think of basically the grasshopper. Was it the same thing?
1: Yeah. So this is, in this case, it's, yeah, it's like a grasshopper, like, you know, (laughs) insect, but it just devastates and eats the crops. Right. And in fact, it seems like there's going to be multiple waves of this locust. Right. So for instance, um, here we are in, in the book of Joel and, um, Verse four of chapter one, here's the description of the locust. It says, what the cutting locust has left, the swarming locust has eaten. What the swarming locust has left, the hopping locusts have eaten. What the (laughs) hopping locusts have left, the destroying locusts have eaten. So it's just this picture of total devastation.
0: Yeah. You know, wave I'm, after wave. I'm quite a bit older than you. I was raised, I was in grade school back in the 60s. And uh, I remember a couple years there where the St. Louis area had... A, a large population of grasshoppers And it was amazing to see the destruction that they could do We we lived in a fairly new subdivision That still had some farmland behind us at that time And it would just tear up those crops So I can imagine how bad Because uh, this sounds like a hundred <laughs> times worse or even more How bad that would be
1: Exactly Oh my goodness Yeah, it's just devastating And again, you know You can't get your crops from somewhere else conveniently That's it You just mm-hmm. don't eat and, and it sounds innocent enough They're just bugs, right? When- no, like you said, Gary, just devastating. Yeah, for sure. We go on and it lists in verses 13 and 14 of chapter one, it kind of talks about, well, what to do in light of all this, this called repentance. And and Joel writes and says, put on sackcloth and lament. Okay, that, that sign of, of repentance and sorrow over sin. Uh, and then it goes on in verse 14, consecrate a fast, call a psalm assembly, gather the elders, and tell all the inhabitants of the land, to go to the house of the Lord, your God, and cry out to the Lord. And then it says, alas, for the day, for the day of the Lord is near, and as destruction from the Almighty, it comes. So call to repentance, to have sorrow over sin, and to return to the Lord. And then it picks up another theme, especially in verse 15 of, of Joel, and that's the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. And in Joel, that's a day of judgment. Day of these locusts that bring destruction. But for us, we also think of the day of the Lord, and the Bible even speaks in those terms, and it's not a day of locusts coming, but it's a day of, of judgment as well at Christ's second coming ultimately. Mm-hmm. So when Christ returns that day of the Lord, and we're really called to do the same thing in light of that day of the Lord as the Israelites were called to do in light of their day of the Lord, and that's repent. Uh, to turn to the Lord, to confess our sins, to look to him for forgiveness and restoration, and be confident that when he returns on that last day, through faith in Christ, um, we can look forward to that day with hope rather than with fear, uh, that day of the Lord for us too. That's the book of Joel, but for the most part, (laughs) Gary, kind of the highlights of Joel. There we go. Um, yeah, the book of Amos, if we just want to touch on that, and and we'll finish it up next week in our reading, but the book of Amos, um, a shorter book, uh, and here the Lord is compared to a, a lion, a lion that's really ready to strike, ready to bounce, and again, the theme is, guess what? Repentance, turning to the Lord again, uh, you know, so often is the case in these minor prophets, uh, but chapter 1, verse 2, I'll just read that, uh, the Lord roars, roars, so there's that lion imagery. From Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem. The pastures of the shepherds mourn uh, and the top of Carmel withers. So, this roaring of the Lord that really brings fear to the people. yeah, God's an impending punishment. Even you know, God keeps we, calling
0: us to repentance because we keep messing up. <laughs>
1: exactly, Gary. You know, and so for us as as Christians, right? We we do this daily, this daily repentance that Luther talks about, a daily remembrance of our baptism, daily dying to sin and rising a new person in Jesus Christ. Um, Head is so important, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and then he gets just one last thing, Gary. He, he gets specific here in uh, Amos chapter six about some of their sin. Okay, here's how bad things have gotten, and you know maybe we can see ourselves in this sin. Unfortunately, but chapter six, beginning with verse four, it says, "Woe to those who lie on beds of ivory and stretch themselves out on their couches and eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall, who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp." And like David, invent for themselves instruments of music who drink wine in bowls <laughs> and anoint themselves with the finest of oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph.
0: Picture that with uh, some of the things we're doing in our society today, uh, oh how, gosh, how that yeah. can fit in so well.
1: No doubt about yeah. it. Drinking wine from the bowl, you living a lavish lifestyle, just looking out for ourselves, reveling in uh, just all the, the luxuries and comforts there are. But all the while ignoring the word of the Lord and, and the ruin that's coming, like it says here. Um, so, yeah, it's okay to enjoy the Lord's gifts. It's okay to enjoy the life he's blessed us with. But those are those are good things. Drinking wine, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not. As long as big, it's not uh,
0: as a uh, substitute for uh uh, repentance and, and and going before our Heavenly Father.
1: Yeah, exactly. As long as we're not breaking the first commandment and we're loving those things more than the Lord, as long as we're not ignoring the word of the Lord and it's called repentance, uh, yeah, yeah, enjoy, right? But, but Lord, forgive us if those things ever replace you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you said, Gary, uh, if it's at the expense of following the Lord.
0: Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment?
1: Sure, I'd be happy to, Gary. Uh, Lord God, we ask that you would uh, grant us repentance, that you would grant us repentance from when we focus on the things of this world rather than on things above, when sometimes the pleasures of this earth uh, replace uh, our love for you uh, and our obedience to your word, and even our love for our neighbor. Lord, we ask that you would uh, grant us that repentance daily, but also rejoice that daily you restore, forgive, and raise us to new life, uh, all through Jesus Christ, the one in whose name uh, we are baptized and connected to through water and the word. Amen.
0: Amen. Our reading next week is Amos 7 through what?
1: So yeah, Amos 7, and then through Obadiah, which is a really brief book. It's a one chapter book, and then the book of Jonah. So three books of the Bible in one week, Amos, Obadiah, and Jonah.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All
1: right. Thank you, Gary.
0: We're the messenger of good news, KFUO. You can find our talk programs and our talk segments wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio.